and welcome to Business 300. My name is Philip Kulichov and this is 300 Seconds About Business. We're all a busy people, so I have five minutes or less to get my point across. I've got another five minutes to fill up your Pomodoro break. This one's for the manager in you. Managing your own work is toilsome. Managing other people's work is something else. When you have a team of workers aimed towards delivering a specified result, you can feel like you're being pulled apart. As the manager, you're tempted into two directions. The first is what the professionals in the field refer to as micromanagement. You know the style. It's when the unchecked little tyrant in all of us is clothed with immense power. I believe it was Robert Ingelson who said, if you want to find out what a man is to the bottom, give him power. That may be the only good thing Ingelson, the great agnostic, ever said. I'm kidding. He did say a lot of bad things, though. But it's true that there's nothing like seeing a person's character than when he's given free reign. Remember the mask Nazis? Managers want reliable results, so they defer to managing the minute details of their workers' time. Micromanagement, although maybe driven by good intentions, is one of the best ways to discourage your team and make sure people loathe your authority. Shoulders are not meant to be breathed down. The seesaw goes up and down. The other management temptation is the opposite extreme. The manager is nearly completely absent and the operators are expected to figure everything out on their own. This is managerial dereliction. For whatever reason, whether it's timidity or complacency, the manager takes a back seat and hesitates to take charge to set up his people for success. This is usually masqueraded under the phrase, I manage their results. But when you ask to see the results this abdicator claims to be managing, it's quickly revealed that he is neither managing nor has any results. What we want, of course, is to do things the right way. I mean, that's why we wake up in the morning, right? What I aim for is to bring hand-in-hand hand freedom and responsibility, or you can say autonomy and accountability. Keep your people responsible to do the job, and then give them freedom to do it. What you need in order to manage this way is to define the job very well. What exactly is the person responsible for? For example, if the job is simply to make parts, is the operator free to come and go as he pleases? Or will you be enforcing a start time and lunch breaks? What does freedom mean? Freedom must be defined within the bounds of the responsibility. The responsibility is the job description. So, for example, a line worker's responsibility is not simply to make parts. His responsibility is to follow the process established for the production line, receive the components, follow the specified procedure, and send them to the next stage in the allotted time. He's responsible to accomplish that job, and within that boundary, he's given the freedom to do his job. If something the operator does triggers the production to stop, the solution is not micromanagement, but rather a clear definition of what the responsibility is and an expectation that the operator can govern himself to accomplish it. If the operator can't be trusted with the freedom to govern himself in accomplishing the responsibility, then your responsibility as the manager is to make sure you have an operator who can. Hovering over a person to keep him on task helps no one. Freedom does not mean everybody gets to wing it or that tribal knowledge reigns. Freedom is self-government. Within the boundaries of a defined responsibility, which may include following a necessary and effective process, you want to let people do their jobs, hold them accountable, and give them autonomy. Give them the freedom to be responsible. Before I sign off, here are three categories to help orient you around the type of boundaries different levels of responsibility entail. Some takeaway for you to chew on. The operator works within a closed system. His responsibility entails following procedures to get specific outcomes. He is free to govern himself within a closed system. The next level would be that of the manager. He works within a semi-open system. His responsibility entails overseeing the closed system to effectiveness, creating procedures and ensuring that operators are equipped and self-governing in following those closed procedures. 
he is free to govern himself within a semi-open system. And the third level is an open system. This would be the business owner, the person who is responsible to define what effectiveness looks like so that the manager in the semi-open system can create and ensure the procedures for the operators in the closed system to work and fulfill. He is free to govern himself within an open system. Whatever you do, managing with freedom and responsibility instead of tyranny or abdication is what we're after. We'll